you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And when it comes to basketball, obviously we've got to talk about the Ole Miss game this evening. We'll see if the Tigers can get revenge, and I have some quick thoughts on that particular ball game. And also, moving forward, let's try to figure out who, and maybe just as importantly when, Missouri is going to play basketball here in the future, considering all the different scheduling challenges that have come their way, and well for their scheduled next opponent on Saturday, that being Texas A&M. But before we get there, some breaking football news from Mitchell40 at PowerMizzou.com. Mitchell reports that Missouri has moved rather quickly on replacing David Gibbs as their defensive backs coach. And according to Mitchell, Missouri is hiring Aaron Fletcher, who spent the past six seasons as a cornerbacks coach at the University of Tulsa. Frankly, not a lot to add on this particular piece of news considering it just happened, and well, I am not exactly the foremost defensive backs coach, especially in, well, Conference USA, the American Conference, whatever that conglomeration where Tulsa currently plays football is called. Yes, that's not my forte, but interesting to note from Mitchell also points out in his in his quick piece on the reporting that well, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Fletcher maybe replaces Gibbs as one of the Texas area recruiters for this staff as well. But really, the bottom line here is it's probably a good thing that Eli was able to move quickly here, get this coach in the fold early in the week here, because, well, guess what? Friday, spring practice will be underway. So hopefully a little bit of continuity, all that good stuff. Now, fortunately, after Missouri bounced back with a 93-78 win in Columbia, South Carolina this past Saturday, well, that was just enough to keep Missouri ranked inside the AP Top 25 at number 24 overall. And, well, notably, the man who is the highest on Missouri in the Associated Press poll is actually Dick Vitale, who ranks the Tigers all the way up at number 14. So if you've been irritated with Dick Vitale on occasion with his maybe overlove of the Blue Blood programs at times, especially his boyfriend John Calipari, let's be honest, well, he certainly is giving the Tigers and Conzo Martin maybe a little bit too much credit. But you know what, Dick? I see you out there. Now when it comes to the Mississippi game tonight, certainly I already did my full preview of the Rebels Before that previous game, you know, you got to think, really, that was overall probably the worst game that Missouri has played all year. And especially the way Missouri got out-rebounded in that game, well, Missouri has to rebound in this basketball game tonight, literally and figuratively. Obviously, they could use a win tonight, but if they're going to get outworked on the glass in this ball game, especially if Romello White a guy who, a really good player that I hyped up quite a bit coming into that previous game, well, he got in foul trouble and only maybe played 15, 20 minutes or so. 
Missouri would be rather fortunate for that to happen again. So they better be ready to go tonight in the paint to rebound every single guy on the court, including the guards. They need to be locked in on keeping their men, getting a body on their men and keeping them from getting those long rebounds too. It's not just about Jeremiah and Kobe and Mitchell Smith and Parker Brown. All five guys on the floor have to concentrate on rebounding the basketball tonight. Now the good news, at least... In terms of odds, you got to think the Rebels aren't going to shoot nearly as well as they did in the previous game. Now, Devontae Shuler hit five three-pointers, but even more notably to me, Jarkel Joyner and Luis Rodriguez were, I don't know, hit 75-80% of their shots. Seemingly just every mid-range pull-up they took was money every single time. Well, i got to assume that's probably not going to happen again. So... If you look at it that way, Missouri coming off probably its worst effort of the entire season, at least in my humble opinion. And I say coming off of it, that's ah, been two, two and a half weeks now. But this seems like a g- pretty good spot for the Tigers. They know that they got their butts kicked by a team that frankly shouldn't be kicking their butts. Now, the Rebels are a good team. I'm not trying to completely dismiss them by any stretch of the imagination. But. If you're Missouri and if you're still a 4-6 seed, and that does appear to be the case just based on whatever bracketology metric you want to look at, well, it's time to take care of business tonight in Columbia. They really need this win. And you know what? Because Ole Miss shot a bit unsustainably well, let's put it that way, even though I, I get tired of the word unsustainable, it's the one that's popping in my head right at this moment, so we'll go with it. So I don't expect the Rebels to shoot 57% again, and frankly, I expect Missouri to come out with a focused and passioned effort tonight because, frankly, their coach, Conzo Martin, called them out after the previous game. So To me, this is a pretty good spot for the Tigers. And as you've seen, well, the Tigers have struggled on the road during these weekday games. Hopefully, Mississippi will maybe have a little bit of a travel hangover as well. And with all that being said, according to our friends at betonline.ag, Missouri is a a three-and-a-half-point favorite tonight. And if you feel like betting on that or anything in college basketball, maybe you're into baseball futures with spring training coming up, upon us. Well, you know what? Any of that, here's my advice. Go to betonline.ag right now, sign up for a free account, and then when you fund that account, be sure to use the promo code locked on because when you do, you'll unlock a 50% bonus on whatever you deposit. So say you deposit $200 into your account. Well, guess what? You're really depositing $300 because that 50% bonus on top of that Yeah, that's like a free lunch, everybody. That's as close as you're going to get. So be sure to use that promo code locked on when you fund your new account, your first deposit at betonline.ag. That's betonline, your online sportsbook experts. And be sure to check out the Locked On Today podcast with Peter Bukowski. You can get rapid fire. News from across the country, all the sports you need in under 20 minutes per day, five days a week. So subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your pods. Now, while Missouri certainly hopes to move to 8-6 and tonight in the conference and 15-6 and overall, 
Saturday's game, well, that's looking very much in doubt in terms of, well, it just being played, much less helping Missouri in any way whatsoever. And frankly, again, it's Texas A&M is the problem here. The Aggies have not played since January 30th. They haven't played at all in the month of February because of various different COVID issues related to their program. And honestly, it would have just been nice to have another game to play for the Tigers. Because while, as of right now, it's looking unlikely that that Missouri-Texas A&M game is going to happen on Saturday, because number one, the Aggies game with Kentucky is already off for the middle of the week here. But the problem is, well, who is Missouri going to play on Saturday? It looks like it's going to be nobody, because unfortunately... LSU and Vanderbilt are the two opponents that Missouri still could potentially make up, but unfortunately those two teams are scheduled to play Saturday as well. So unless there's another COVID-related cancellation that happens midweek here, perhaps, you know, does Kentucky want to play on Saturday? I I don't know. They've got a game too. See, that's my point. There's going to be another game that needs to be canceled on Saturday that is unrelated to Missouri-Texas A&M for them to really have a chance to make another game up. Because here's the deal. At this point, there's almost no chance that Missouri is going to try to schedule a non-conference game, just a one-off on a Saturday. And by the way, that wouldn't really help them in the SEC standings. Well, obviously it wouldn't help them at all. And the idea that you're going to be able to find a quality opponent that could even help your NCAA resume at this point is probably totally unrealistic. But I will say that the conference did leave open a week from Saturday, March 6th. The entire league has an open date there that Saturday before the SEC tournament starts that following Wednesday. Now, normally all conferences are playing on that Saturday, but obviously because of COVID, they wanted to build in at least one opportunity there to make up some games. So will Missouri make up a game against LSU at home? Will they make up a game against Vanderbilt? Uh, We're just going to have to wait and find out. Quite honestly, I hope it's LSU because, well, that would even losing to LSU would actually probably be more helpful for Missouri's net rankings and all that kind of stuff than playing a, a Vanderbilt team that's maybe a hundredth or worst in the country. Now, I mentioned earlier that despite the fact that Missouri has just won one out of its past four games after beating the Alabama Crimson Tide, handing Alabama its only loss of the season in conference play so far, again, keep in mind that if you look at Joe Lenardi or various other bracketology people, well, you still have Missouri as high as a four seed projected in the NCAA tournament as of now, and at worst, they're a six seed. Again, this isn't according to me. This is according to the people who do this kind of thing for a living. So with that context being put forth, I'd like to ask all the people who are so panicky as Missouri fans that they're basically ready to drive Conzo Martin to Columbia Regional Airport and send him out of town. I'm sorry, what were your expectations for this season? If you're telling me that a six seed in the NCAA tournament was not was not meeting, meeting your expectations, well then frankly, I'm not sure that you're ever going to be happy in any aspect of your life. I certainly have my criticisms and complaints about Conzo on occasion, but guess what? That gives him something in common 
with every Missouri coach that I've ever followed. None of them have ever been perfect in my eyes. And well, guess what? I'm a fan. I'm always going to be always going to have some things that I would wish would be a little bit different. But of course, a lot of the people who are most maybe panicked is the wrong word, but concerned about the future of the Conzo Martin program. Well, a lot of it has to do with next season and into the future because on next season's what five or six man recruiting class. Other than Anton Berkshire, who is a top 100 kind of player, well, there aren't a lot of highly ranked guys in that class. So the concern is, well, with Missouri not having much coming back next year and not a lot of highly ranked freshmen coming in, well, obviously Missouri is going to be terrible at basketball next season, right? Well, I'm not ready to go there yet. I'm really not. Now, don't get me wrong. I I suspect that Missouri will not be as good Certainly, they won't be as good this season. That, that's easy to probably predict. But just the idea that they're going to completely fall off a cliff here, to me, is premature. And because Conzo has about two years remaining on his deal after this season, well, now the, the discussion is, what do you do with Conzo? Is it time to extend him? Do you wait until after next season? Well, I certainly have some thoughts on that particular topic including why I think comparisons to Frank Haith's situation, where he ultimately left Missouri for Tulsa, are frankly a bit misguided. But first, I want to tell you about rockauto.com, which is a family business that has been serving auto parts customers for 20 years on the internet. So these guys know what's up when it comes to selling parts on the web, and they have everything from engine control modules brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even a new carpet for your interior. So whether it is your regular daily driver or maybe you're a classic car type person, you can get everything you possibly need with a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And you know what? If you're a newbie at rockauto.com, don't worry. You don't even have to sign up for a new account or anything like that. They'll sell to anybody. Just put in your credit card information, you're done. No no need to sign up with your email and a new account and all that stuff. So instead, go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car, truck, and write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us how box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move from around the league. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, and if you're hearing screaming children in the background of this podcast, well, I guess I guess remote learning has come to the upstairs of the Broadway Brewery building in beautiful downtown Columbia. What can I say? But you know what? I think my my mic is doing a good enough job not picking that up. Just wanted to point that out in case you are getting a little bit of background noise, but you know what? Speaking of noise, there was a fair bit of noise on Twitter the past 24 hours involving our own Conzo Martin. Now, there was a tweet 
out from a, a Twitter account called at Rumors Coach. And apparently this is an account with about, say, 900 or so followers. Not verified, no blue check mark or anything, but they don't tweet a ton, but when they do, they tweet about rumors involving college basketball coaches. So frankly, I have no idea if any of this is credible whatsoever, and if Dave Matter hadn't picked it up this morning and wrote, excuse me, if he hadn't written a story about it in the Post-Dispatch, well, I wasn't going to bring it up on this show. But apparently, there's a rumor out there saying that at the University of Miami, if 71-year-old Jim Laranega were to step down as coach, well, their target would be Conzo Martin, and that there would possibly be some mutual interest between the two there. Now, first of all, I really am a little bit surprised that the Mizzou Beat is reporting on this, especially Dave Matter, quite honestly, without really doing any subsequent reporting whatsoever, it seems. It seems like they're just, hey, we'll we'll put this tweet out here. It's got people on the message boards talking, so here we go. I think at the very least, shouldn't you at least ask Conzo Martin about this? I'm sure he's going to give you no comment or say, hey, I'm at Missouri or whatever, but don't you have to at least ask that question? Don't you have to at least dig into some of your sources? But anyway, I, I guess if we're exploring this, I'll at least explore the comparison here because, well, certainly it would be ironic if the Miami Hurricanes came in and swooped Conzo Martin away from Missouri after, well, it was the reverse about 10 years ago when Missouri hired Frank Haith away from the University of Miami. And another thing between Martin and Haith here that may seem somewhat analogous is, well, if, if Martin decided to leave Missouri technically before his contract is up to go to Miami, well, that would be similar to Haith going to Tulsa because For all of Missouri's struggles in basketball this past 10 years or so, I don't see anybody who could realistically say that the University of Miami wouldn't be a downgrade from coaching at Mizzou, right? So the question is, why would Conzo Martin do that? Well, I think people were surprised several years ago when Frank Haith left, but again, that's a different circumstance to me because Frank Haith, in his three years at Missouri, Every single year, the team trended down until he ultimately left. Well, that isn't the case with Conzo. In fact, this fourth season here at Missouri is going to go down more than likely as his best so far. So while I certainly understood Frank Haith's reason for leaving Missouri, and I also understood, frankly, Mike Alden and the whole athletic department's hesitation of extending Frank Haith, too, because of that continual downtrend. Well, I can see why the athletic department would maybe be a little bit hesitant to hand out a massive extension to Conzo at this point too, but correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Conzo has two more years on his deal after this season, unlike Haith, who only had one. So that's a big difference. I do think maybe if you're Missouri, I can understand why you would want to wait another year, see how this team looks the following season. But then on the other hand, if you're Conzo Martin, or maybe more importantly, Conzo Martin's agent, might you be floating it out there, the idea that, hey, my guy could, he could maybe leave, maybe Miami or somebody else would be willing to take that buyout and, and, you know, 
hire Conzo Martin away, valuing him for all the things that he's good at. Honestly, I, I tend to, my gut feeling says, this is more of a, if this rumor has any validity whatsoever, it sounds more like a, a negotiating technique, maybe something that this, this account, if they do have good sources, perhaps they've picked up on some, some noise there. Some negotiating between maybe the Missouri Athletic Department, just some kind of feelers out between Conzo and his agent. There could definitely be some negotiating happening here because on one hand, on Missouri's hand, you can understand why they're not probably wanting to jump out and give Conzo Martin the biggest extension in, in the history of college basketball. But on the other hand, you don't want to lose this guy either. Like Because to me, it's not as though if you're Missouri, again, Look at what's happened since Frank Haith left the program. Not a lot good other than, you know, the Conzo Mart, our first year without Michael Porter Jr., with Jonte Porter, Jordan Barnett, et cetera, leading the way. Well, that was a nice NCAA tournament appearance. Other than that, not a lot's gone right the last few years until this season. So if you're Missouri, don't get too greedy. Like, really. Because there's no guarantee that the next coach – that you find the next coach that you hire is going to automatically or somehow be better. In fact, I don't know what the odds of that are off the top of my head. So to me, yes, while Conzo has his downsides, to me the upsides, at least at this point for Missouri, are worth it. I think we got to stay the course. Whether or not they extend him after this offseason or maybe after next season, maybe in the middle of next season if things are going well, I don't know. That's That's going to be up to... A lot of different factors that are above my pay grade, but frankly, it's probably got to happen eventually, unless next season is just such an utter disaster that, I don't know, it's difficult for me to see it being so bad that Missouri will just be ready to move on after, say, a six seed in the NCAA tournament. Say Missouri wins a, wins a game in the tournament this year. Heck, maybe they even get to the, the Sweet 16. Certainly not out of the realm of possibility if you're a four, five, or six seed. So basically what I'm saying is for now, let's all calm down, get some perspective, realize that while, yes, the Conzo era hasn't always gone as perfectly as he or any of us would have liked at times, still overall I think it's been a fairly successful run. And as Missouri basketball fans, frankly, Norm Stewart isn't walking through that door. It's been a long, long, long time since Missouri's been a truly top 15 style basketball program so when you have these seasons like this one that while not perfect still top 25 for most of the year still looking at a top six seven seed in the tournament I think that's a huge success for the most part so with all that being said I will see you all after the game tonight and frankly well am I going to record it tonight Uh, I'm not so sure it's going to be a late weekday game i gotta get up with my daughter early the next day so maybe a wednesday morning recording for this old miss game but you know what we'll just have to play it by ear keep your eye on your podcast feed so until then i am john miller and this has been locked on the zoo